Papillon, right? Any money? Get some. Never escape without it. Louis Degas. Guy's a millionaire. Won't last long. You got a lot of eyes on you, my friend. For a little bit of that money you're carrying, I could keep you safe. Keep me alive. I'll underwrite any escape you care to arrange. Something tells me you can be quite savage. There's no way off. There's always a way. You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guide to Sequel Remix. This is episode 295. I'm Mark, he's Mike. We're catching breath after a little workout. Yeah, you, you're doing some lats, obliques. Traps. Traps. Shrugs. Yeah. Quads. Quads. Trap, or tries, buys. Tries and buys. What was it we talked about before? Uh, tries for the guys. Curls for the Curls girls. Curls for the girls. Yeah. I don't know if I mentioned this to you. I heard on another podcast, uh-huh. benches for the wenches. Oh, so that's another one. You listen to a weightlifting podcast? No, <laughs> but it was it was after we talked about yeah. tries for the guys, curls for the girls on uh-huh. the show. I think it was like their a show of theirs that I don't know if it was their next show or two shows or maybe I was just catching up on their back catalog. Uh-huh. But they started talking about and doing benches for wenches. Yeah, yeah. And I just laughed. I laugh so hard because yeah. it's just funny. Show muscles. That's all that is. All the, those beach vibes, man. Yeah. yeah, there's a guy. You want uh, uh, practical muscles? Swing an axe. Yeah. Go to the gym. That's just showing off. Showing off. There's a guy that goes to the gym I go to, which is our little gym at work. Uh-huh. Which it's, it's small, but it's a good gym. Yeah. He All he ever does is tries, buys. Yeah, tries his arms, and he and he goes hard on them. Yeah, and the dude's got huge arms. Arms will get you a long way. Dude's got huge arms. And people thinking you're impressive looking. Yeah, that's. I mean, I'm thinking about do it. You know, a lot of these polo shirts. You know, they kind of got the the tight cuff. Couple weeks to just do nothing but curls. People would think like, man, that guy's jacked. Guy is jacked. Yeah, nothing else changed. Just bigger arms make 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 those. You shirt cuffs. Bl- you start blowing through the cuffs. Yeah. Just make those a little tighter. <laughs> I mean, you could get there in, what, 10 weeks of nothing but but, but curls and tri- tries and curls? Yeah. You could probably get there. Because you got to do both sides. You can't yeah. just do curls. Uh-huh. you got to do both sides of the arm. Because the cuff is circular. Yeah, that's true. So you got to go push. Yeah, build it on it on yeah. both sides, yeah. Ten weeks of nothing but tries and buys. Uh, could you blow up your? You know what? You blow up your sleeves. I can do it in nine. Nice. <laughs> nine weeks. Nine weeks of of uh, six six days a week though. Yeah, and, and again nothing else. And you're doing four four of those days. You're doing low volume, high weight. Yeah, and then the other two days you're doing. High volume, low weight. Right, yeah. But I'm talking like sets of 30. Yeah. And then on the seventh day when you're not lifting, you're stretching. You got to get that lactic acid out. Yeah. So you just, how do you how do you just stretch these out? You do a little that, a little baseball Ooh. stretch. See, the problem is, is that you're going both ways. So, I mean, you know, you're stretching your buy out. You're not stretching your try out. You got to do, yeah, you got to, there's yeah. got to be a good try. 
Oh, that's a good try. There we go. So I got. I'm doing the try stretch right now. Mark's seeing it. You're you're not. Yeah, I don't want to give away any secrets though. So that's a good try stretch. And then the by stretch, I think, is just doing that. Yeah. So just extending the arm. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. We'll see Mark in nine weeks and measure nine weeks and see how it goes. Probably just buy a smaller shirt, I guess. Yes, he could go down to a large. You could buy the smaller shirt. Yeah, yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. Yeah. Hem it? Can I hem it? Hem the cuff? You could hem the cuff. Hem the cuff. Yeah. That way you stay comfortable through the midsection. Yeah. Yeah, you can hem it up. Massive arms. No one would fucking know. You can Mm -hmm. hem it up right in the middle like that. Yeah. I'm not a good. I got kind of skinny arms, so I'm not a very good like. Yeah, like no. I don't have bulky arms. No, you gotta hem those. Yeah, I gotta. Yeah, <laughs> bust out the sewing machine. I gotta hem. Even when I used to lift like yeah. a ton of weights in high school and a little bit in college, I could not like I couldn't get my arms bigger. No, I could not get my arms bigger. They just I just have skinny muscular yeah. muscular tone through the through the arms. Yeah, that long swimmer's body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my brother, who he's much younger than me, but he works out a ton, is in extremely good shape. Mm. He's he's skinny as fuck. He can't he can't put any bulk, bulk on either. Mm. I just put bulk on like on on the belly. Yeah, with, which is with protein intake. You know, potato chips. Yeah, start doing I don't that know. powder. He's, yeah, start doing the. He's super hardcore though. Pre post workouts. He's he yeah. does he does all that straight rocky raw eggs in the morning. I don't think he does that. And then, I mean, if you really want to push it. Just, just a quick juice cycle. It's got to do something. According to that Netflix do, uh, uh-huh. documentary, it uh, does something. Yeah. You get size? All it does around here is make a certain someone who is not in the room, uh-huh. who did the juice cycle, grumpy. Oh. And so I outlawed juicing. Well, I'm talking... Oh, see, so you're talking broccoli. I'm talking steroids. <laughs> I'm talking... I'm talking mean green. I'm talking juice. You're talking Icarus. Yeah, that's... Shit. That's what I'm talking oh, about. I'm fuck. talking about getting, you know. Just yeah. a quick just a quick. That'll do yeah. it. A little cream in the clear. Yeah. There's all Clemens and, and the baseball guys do. Yeah, the old, the, the old Clemens special. Get those Man. massive arms. H G H. Yeah. H G H should just be available at Rite Aid. It should. I mean Especially for recovery. The, yeah. It, there's yeah. a lot of a lot of physical benefits. You should be able to get H G H and just like a syringe of stem cells. Yeah. Got a sore back? Mm-hmm. Go pop some stem cells. You're 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 right and ready to go in a week. Yeah, so Peyton Manning did. Exactly. I mean, he flew to Europe to do it, but, but he look did at, it. He did it, and look. Yeah. No Super Bowl. Let's not. You know, you want to hide your head in the sand? You can, but that was a thing that happened. Yeah, I'm yeah. tired of this shit, Mark. I want to be able to go get stem cell therapy. Yeah. Like, I think it's legal. Just I also when another downtown and they validate mm-hmm. parking. When another professional athlete gets popped, I want to be like, I was trying to get jacked. Yeah, none of this. Uh, wonder cover. I was there for my teammates. I was there. I was under all the No, it's like I wanted to get jacked and hit bombs. I'm trying to get big. And I got. I caught. know. I know my baseball career is not going to go forever. After mm. baseball, a little bodybuilding career. Mm. I just want to get big. Yeah. Talking about my future here, my kids, my family. Oh, because you can body. I mean, you can bodybuild till you're 50 years old. Yeah. I, yeah. They probably got a senior circuit. Oh, they do. I guarantee yeah. you, they do. So yeah, I mean, you can go till you're 65. Oh man. Yeah. That's some. That's badass. Yeah. So outside of clinging and banging, throwing around the iron, getting big, getting the bulk, we've been watching. Yeah, I watched a few things. Um, 
I didn't, we, we had a medical emergency in the house, so I wasn't able to watch as much as I had anticipated watching over the last two weeks. I was wondering, my thought was you were either going to watch a lot, or you were going to watch very little. Surprisingly, when I had, when I wasn't going to work, uh-huh. to stay home and help, I had no time to do anything. Yeah. Just like the errands and stuff kind of build up, mm-hmm. and, and when, I, I now know what it's like to be a single parent, and single parents out there impressive yeah so um i watched a couple movies um a netflix original i'm giving this one like massive recommendation uh sci-fi thriller i am mother okay this movie is fantastic um i just i came upon it a couple weeks ago stuck it on my watch list Mm. and it's so cool Yep, I Am Mother. It is a sci-fi thriller. There's robots involved. Mm. Highly recommend this movie. It's really good. Then I dabbled in the Netflix TV show Dead to Me. I didn't watch all of it. Yeah. It was on. Um, and what I watched, I thought was pretty good. My wife watched. I kept walking in. And for some reason, I, it's not the same show. But I just associated with that show Dead Like Me. I was like, this doesn't have anything to do with uh, the Grim Reaper or ghosts. Mm, no. Uh, every time I looked, I was just like, there are no ghosts in no. this. No. And this movie, or this show's pretty, I liked it. It's got this. What is it? Christina Applegate. Christina Applegate. Linda Cardellini. And, yep. Linda okay. Cardellini. It's got a sinister tone to yeah. it that I really enjoyed. Yeah. And I didn't see every episode and I didn't see anything like consecutively. But what I was watching, I'm like, I like this. Okay. And I'd like to revisit that. Um, finally got around to watching the Netflix documentary, uh, true crime documentary, Abducted in Plain Sight. Mm. I had to double check that this was not a fake show. Yeah. It is so fucking bizarre mm. and out there that I, I said, I have to do some research on this before yeah. we continue. We got a half hour and I'm like, I got to pause. I need to know if this is... Just a really well done fake documentary. Yeah. Because you can't be too sure with docs these days. Yeah. Yeah. What the? Holy fucking shit. It's mm-hmm. crazy. It's fucking crazy. If you're interested, if you're out, uh, if you're into the true crime, yeah. you know, spree that's going on it's right on now. on Netflix. Check that out. Check it out. It, it's cool. Yeah. And then I watched, and I'm going to do kind of a mini first. Um, I started watching, I, I got suckered into not by anybody but mm. by myself yeah watching uh the new adam sandler netflix original mm. murder, murder mystery murder mystery i only watched the first 40 minutes yeah. and i did not turn it off because it was bad i turned it off because i was tired okay i started at like 10 o'clock and i didn't really realize what time it was yeah i had a weird night and i was just like i need some tv time myself mm-hmm. my first 40 minute review is yeah. this is an okay movie okay. adam sandler is refreshingly subdued. Mm, that's it. good with him. Yeah, and so I am absolutely 100% planning on finishing this film. And that... So that's what I watched. That's, that's good to know, because if I can uh, t- take a mic rating system, I saw that. And, you know, it's Netflix. So I, I don't judge things too much, but I saw that trailer. I was like, this one looks like a giant piece, piece of shit. More so than, like, the other... I mean, I haven't seen any of the Net- Sandler Netflix originals, but, like, I was like, this one looks 
real bad. And I was kind of mad at Sandler. I was like, why are you dragging Jennifer Aniston into this? <laughs> I so I but it's good to know because like I, the hate the the ridiculous six or that uh, right. Sandy Wexler movie. Or, I, I haven't seen any yeah. of those. They just look too. Sh- they look too Sandlery. Yeah, but this one. He's got that mustache, though. Yeah, I mean, it's just a different Adam Sandler, and and I I did I watched the trailer, and I mm-hmm. and, and the trailer, I'm like, well, that looks not so fucking stupid as the others. Uh-huh. Um, and so I just start. I'm like, oh, let's just start it. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's been a great movie, but it's something. Yeah, I don't think it's the first forty minutes have not been bad. Yep, I I hundred percent am planning on going and watching the whole thing. Yeah. Finishing the movie. Uh, the premise isn't anything real original, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I, I just got into, I just got into the the meat, the meat and potatoes. But I was so tired. I'm like, I gotta go to bed. If it's passable, it's a good market to have, which is just Netflix originals starring people you know. Yep, exactly. Which is just midweek, or like you know, married couple. Saturday night, like you know, you're not renting movies, you're not going out to the movies, but you got a Netflix subscription. Here's people you know, and you can see a movie that's premiering that week. Yeah, yep. um, I mean, for me, I got home late. Yeah, um, Jane was passed out on mm-hmm. medication from her yeah. pain meds. The house was quiet. I wasn't tired yet. Yeah, I'm like, oh, let's just throw something on. It was just a good throw it on. Let me ask. I was thinking about this when I saw the trailer. Jennifer Aniston, was she a movie star in the sense of, like, how we kind of use movie star to describe, like, an Angelina Jolie or a Brad Pitt? Uh, And I'm not taking digs at Jennifer Aniston naming her ex-husband and the man he left her for, but... uh, <laughs> those, those are just the two people who popped in my head. Together, yeah, like, just as I said, Brad Pitt, I was like, I probably could have said George Clooney or Leonardo DiCaprio or uh, Julia Roberts or uh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence, yeah. yeah, just a pure movie star. Yeah, like this person is a star. No, like, she was not. No, yeah, and she is not. And I think very it's, famous. It's a hard. It's a hard crossover. Yeah, not many people have done it successfully. Chris Pratt has. He's the one that comes to mind who has mm-hmm. done it successfully. Um, Travolta. Has yeah. done it successfully. She, no, she's not a movie star. Mm-hmm. Her good movies are weird, quirky movies that yeah. are all like um, word of mouth things. Like Along Came Polly mm-hmm. is a great movie. That's a word of mouth thing. Yeah, you didn't know about Along Came Polly unless your friend told you about Along Came Polly because he heard it from his college roommate mm-hmm. who borrowed a DVD from a guy who got it for five dollars at Walmart. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah, gener- yeah, she's a massive star. She's not someone. No longer will she get the opportunity to even be in, like, the summer rom-com movie. No. That, you know, you put out on a weekend, you hope it's number one. But even before that, it's like, I don't think she ever had had hits. No, I don't I don't think yeah. so either. I, I, think, I think she has very strong potential mm-hmm. to have a late career renaissance. Mm-hmm. She gets the right role, the right director, and it's a, it's a serious role. Yeah. Stay away from if she stayed away from the comedy and she pull off one massive movie, mm. then boom, she's gonna have her own HBO show. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, I, I agree. I don't. Or you know, maybe that's the thing. She hangs around, and then ten years from now, she shows up in a Big Little Lies esque. Yeah, but it's just that it's impossible for her to drop Rachel. Yeah, 
It's just... But even though it's Big Little Lies, like, yeah, she never had the career uh, Nicole Kidman no. or uh, Reese Witherspoon. Like, those were like... But they started in the movies. Yeah. And, but those were those were two actresses that's just like, oh, it's a movie starring Reese Witherspoon that they're just going to throw out in spring or yeah. late fall and people are going to go see it. And it's going to make a bunch of money because Reese Witherspoon's a movie star. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston, yeah. Very famous, but I don't think she's a, she's ever got there. No. Uh, Friends is good, though, you know. Great people, show. People love Friends. Great show. Yeah. Curse of Friends, though. Yeah. Courtney Cox, probably... probably Probably had the most success movie wise. No, oh, just that I was uh, Scream franchise. Yep. Yeah. I mean that's it, right? Yeah. Three thousand miles of Graceland. Cujo is always fun. I think she does a lot of uh, smaller movies. Yeah. She'll show up. And just, yeah. Just making choices. Shows up in the next Billy Crystal. Yeah. Plays a uh, you know plays someone's mom and yeah. Uh, she actually might have been in Booksmart. It's just like oh she's the mom. It's like, and, you know, hmm. you're watching the movie, you go, oh, hey, it's Lisa Kudrow. Wasn't she I enjoy in, seeing her. Wasn't she an easy A? Yeah. That's she was like the, the uh, counselor. the principal or something? Yeah, she was uh, the, the counselor who was cheating on uh, the favorite teacher yeah. of uh, Emma Stone's character. She's yeah. done her career right, correct. Yeah. I feel like. Because she is a likable. Mm-hmm. And, and you're like. Oh yeah, I think people like seeing her just being like, yeah. "Oh yeah, at least good Yeah, she's, yeah. she's great. She's, she's fun. great. She's great. Yeah. She had an HBO show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's Schwimmer up to? Uh, Schwimmer did the OJ show on FX. Oh, that's, that's right. The last thing I remember. Yeah, and he was doing voice for. Did he do some voice in BoJack? No, oh, maybe. I don't remember. Yeah, he did voice in a podcast, the Homecoming podcast. Ooh. He was not recast. In the show. For his role in the mm. show, but nobody was. Yeah. Um, yeah. That role with... To Danny S- Ca- Cannavale. Oh! Bob- Bobby Cannavale. Bobby Cannavale. He's, to, good. To, to, he's, he's good. good. He's good. He's good, yeah. I couldn't pull Joey Tribbiani's name. Otherwise, that that was, that was <laughs> who I was going to say. But uh, what was that guy's name? Is? LeBlanc? Matt LeBlanc. LeBlanc? That guy, I think he's like a CBS sitcom. His, he's back on CBS, I think. Yeah. He had a hit Showtime show. Yeah, uh, uh, not extras, but something something along, along those, those lines. lines. Yeah. Kind of playing an actor. Yeah, like, yeah that's always fun for yeah for actors. What uh, have you been watching? Yeah, I, I watched. I, I did not watch a lot of movies, but I watched some movies. Uh, watched Clue. It's been a long time since I've seen Clue. Clue's a very fun movie. It's a good movie. It makes me laugh still. Like there's still some funny parts, and uh, you know, just kind of fun. Silly eighties comedy. Is it the best? And I can. I think we can not only lump this into toy into board games, but toys. Is it the best toys movie ever made? Oh man, whoo! Let's see. I mean, board game wise, it's better than Battleship. Better than Battleship, and those are the two I can think of. Um, okay, so Battleship wise, obvious, yeah, easy winner, easy winner for the board games. Um, toys, wise, toys wise, it's always tough because like a lot of those cartoons, I never know what came first. Transformers yeah. was a toy first. The toy, yeah. G.I. Joe. Better than, better than both those. What about Ninja Turtles? Turtles? Movie or toy first? Ooh, that's tough because technically comic. Oh, okay. Well, then then comic, but yeah, that's no, different. But it's not better than the original Ninja Turtles movie. No. And it's Clue. definitely not better than Secret of the Use. Yeah. Which might be better We'll do than it than eventually. That, that's the best one, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's my yeah. favorite. Yeah. Might be better 
than the new Turtles yeah. stuff, which we did do. Better than Turtles in Time? Maybe. Maybe years and years and years since I've seen that, but... Yeah. I'd have to revisit Turtles in Time. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so maybe best toy. I'm trying to think of other toy movies that. I mean, that was like a big thing, but they're all so bad that I can't think of them. Yeah, what are some other. Uh, was Clue ever made into a video game? Because I'll say Clue was the best video game movie ever. I'm sure there's a video game Clue. Yeah, probably a PC game. You know? Yeah, surely there is. It's a couple floppy disks, you know, you gotta change <laughs> it out, and you, yep. you, you have to solve the mystery. So, yeah, watch Clue. That's fun. Uh, watched 40 minutes of Baywatch. Unlike Mike and Murder Mystery, I have no intentions. Not going back, Going huh? back to that, because that was like a week ago. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I've moved on with my life. It's not good. It's not good. It could have been somewhat. It could have been watchable. I... If they went a little more 21 Jump Street, uh... I feel like the like half the cast gets it that like I think I feel like Zach Efron's in on the joke, and the other part of the cast is not in on the joke. I started that movie three different times, uh-huh. and I stopped that movie before the end of the opening credits uh-huh. every single time. I, I just like I got I can't I got it I can't. Yeah. And then the third time I was like I'm doing it for the podcast just so I could. No, yeah. I can't. Yeah, but, I would not recommend Baywatch. Yeah, like, yeah, I feel like Zac Efron, care, like as an actor playing silly, is the only one who's like in on the joke. And I do like the running gag of uh, people saying, "Oh, what would you do if uh, someone was smuggling diamonds in a surf?" And he was just like, "I would call the police." <laughs> like that is a funny bit, or like when the actual police show up, is like, "There's no such thing as a Baywatch unit." <laughs> <laughs> you guys are lifeguards. You need to call the actor. Zach Efron just continues to be like, we need to call the authorities. <laughs> that is the funny, but it's too far few between. Is else? The Rock a predominant role, or is he just on he's, the poster? He's the Hasselback. Okay. Or not Hasselback. Hasselhoff. Hasselhoff. Yeah. yeah. He's in it. Um, he's been silly in movies, too. I feel like he's being very serious in this movie. I don't, I don't know if he's trying to be more straight man, but I was like, Rock, you're taking yourself way too seriously in this movie. Like, all his lines are just deliver like it's like a you know like he's like in a you know the 13 hours or something like a war movie and it's like yeah this is 21 jump street just be silly you're making fun of baywatch which is a silly premise for a show those lifeguards every week had to solve a mystery but it had to be a water-based mystery it's like uh did you ever watch uh, pacific blue is that the bike that's the bike one i i i think i <laughs> every saw week. I think I saw some. It was on like USA. It was on USA Network. Yeah, I think I tried watching that once in my adolescent years. There was yeah, hot chicks in California on bikes. Bikes. That was like one of those shows where you know summer vacation and you know I would just be left alone and watch a lot of TV. And that was one of those shows where it was like USA Network would just play like back to back episodes. And so five days a week I would just watch Pacific Blue. I'm like, yeah. It's fun. They're on bikes. Yeah. I, I remember. Well, like Entourage, they they always reference Pacific Blue because oh, do they? Because uh, Johnny Drama, yeah, starred in Pacific Blue. Was he a star? That's what he said. Okay, but he was on Pacific Blue. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see that. And that was movie. that was one of those movies trying to ride the the, the coattails of Baywatch. One of yes, shows. I feel like it had yeah. a very Baywatch vibe. Yeah, that was. Oh, this is yeah. our Baywatch. Yep. You know. 
good looking people. Yeah. Uh, Mario Lopez was on that show. Like he was a star. Yeah, that's show. right. Yeah. You know, good looking people in bike shorts riding bicycles on the beach in you know California or wherever. Yeah. You know, and just every crunch. And my current yeah. lifestyle, where I'm really in the riding bikes. Yeah. Sounds pretty good. You might want to check out Pacific Blue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I checked out, uh, I think it's streaming on HBO now, uh, Bad Time at the El Royale. Oh, yeah. Or perhaps Bad Times. I don't know. I, 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 wrote, I think it's Bad Times. Okay, I wrote Time, but yeah, I think it's, it's, times. it's Bad Times. Uh, very much enjoyed that movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's just it's a good watch. It's, it's not, uh, I don't know if I'll ever need to revisit Bad Times at the El Royale. You know, I don't think it's like, uh, but it's just, it was, uh, yeah, very good. Yeah, kind of cool little story. It's a good, yeah, Saturday Night Watch. Cool it. setting. It's fun. It, it kind of has, it's, uh, it's very, like, it kind of has vibe, you know, Tarantino vibes. I was thinking and, it's kind of Tarantino-esque. Yeah. Uh, everybody's really good in it. Uh, you know, Jeff Bridges, even, you know, Hemsworth shows up, and I just feel, you know, he he's good. It's kind of like that cult leader-ish yeah. kind of guy. Um the uh, the main girl, the singer. Uh, I don't know what else she's in. I don't know if she's a famous singer, but uh, she sings great. She's good. Yeah, sings she great. Sing. The uh, the bellhop. I thought he. Was, I thought he was great. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm just a lot, like of, that, I really a lot like of that. A lot of good actors. Just kind of acting. It's very small. You know, one setting. Uh, it's a little long. Two hours twenty minutes. Is that really that long? It goes a little long, but. Uh, I, I was into it. The only part where I was like, oh, it's kind of dragging is where they had to show you the same scene, but they had to show it to you from four different angles. Oh, okay. That was the only part I was like, uh, let's, let's let's speed this up yeah. a little bit. But uh, outside of that, yeah, good movie. Enjoyed yeah, like it. That. Yeah, it kind of had that, when, when they throw up the, the title cards of like, uh, you know, room four, and then, you know, yeah, good. I'd highly recommend Bad Times at the El Royale. That's got a, that. If I recall, that that movie's got a lot of setup. Those yes. extra twenty minutes is setup. That yes. At first, I was like, "Ooh, I don't know if I'm feeling this." Then getting to the hotel, just a lot of talk, and it probably really isn't until you get to like the first story because it, 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 then it kind of goes to okay, here's this guy's story, here's this girl's story. The first story with uh, John Hamm, that's where it picks up. But yeah, the first twenty minutes of just check in, you're getting a lot of. Um, Background on the hotel that isn't necessary. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't play in, really, other than just it's a hotel that sits on... Yeah, it being on the border of California and Nevada, I don't think that plays into anything. Not really. They could have just breezed through that as yep. a little quirky thing. It hey, could have just been... Yeah, it could have been... It's right on the border. You know, uh, five strangers show up at a hotel, and yeah. they all, you know, have um, different reasons for being there. But yeah. yeah, it's a lot of setup for why all these people are... Checking into this hotel. Yeah. Room selection was really kind of dry fit. You know, now, now I'm talking down, but yeah, it's, it's good. It's good, but yeah, you know. Yeah, and, and this is nitpicky. Yeah. Get, get this is how we cut that 20 minutes out. Yeah, get, get through the first yeah. 15, 20 minutes. You get to room five or whatever it starts with, and then from there it just, yeah, picks yeah. up, breezes through. Uh, that's it. That's what I watched. Uh, you know, good movie. Good, good 80s movie with Clue. Uh, uh, half of a bad movie, and then... Uh, Bad Times in the Royale, which is a new movie that people should watch. Yeah, yeah. Don't watch Baywatch. Watch I think we, Bad Times. We, between the two of us, we, we covered a, a, a variety there. Yeah. You have options this weekend, is what I'm saying. We've There's good given things. you good recommendations. There's good things out there. Yeah. I only watch three movies because uh, 
the other six hours of my movie watching was dedicated to the review we did for this week's show. We watched 2000... Now, there's some debate online. We either watched 2017 or 2018's Papillon. The remake to 1973's, no debate there, Papillon. Starring Steve McQueen and Dustin Hoffman about a French safe cracker who is wrongfully accused of murder and sent to a penal colony in uh, French uh, French Ghana. And uh, his uh, bonds he makes and his uh, attempts at escaping. Was this your first time watching Papillon? It was. Let me ask some questions. Okay. Is it Papillon or Papillon? I think it's... I, I would say Papillon. Papillon. That's what Papillon. I would say to Papillon. Okay. In... The new one, they shorten it, and they call him Poppy, though. Well, they call him Poppy in the original. Did, okay, I was trying... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched the original first, and it may just didn't stick out to me as much as in the remake, where I was like, that's not right. It's not Poppy. It should be Pappy. Oh, well... I can't remember if they go Pappy or Poppy. Poppy, in the original, yeah. But they do call him by the short name. Oh, okay. Um, the nickname. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I think it's like Potato Potato okay. at this point. The, just because I don't know if anybody ever says Papillon in the movies. They write it when, they, when they're doing his tattoos. They write Papillon. But I don't know if it's ever said so. I didn't. It's a French yeah, word, so I they, didn't know. Is it Papillon? They say it when they're Papillon? marching through the streets. Oh, that's like, right. Oh, the woman. You're yeah. Papillon. She, she has a strong French accent. You're though. Papillon. You were framed or yeah. whatever. Yeah. They give you that little, little spiel. Uh, what were your thoughts on Papillon? Oh... Take one out of your book. Way too fucking long. It's so long. Um, I don't... I, I, I'll get to this later. I'll save that. I wrote down a few things. Way too slow. Way too long. Uh, I don't feel like it aged well at all. Uh, and I feel like Steve McQueen is way too fucking cool to play a guy wrestling with madness in a prison. Yeah. And that that's what I got. Yeah. I didn't uh, enjoy it. I also, I thought it was fine. For a movie that I, I've never seen, but know what it is, it's one of those. It's just like, oh, like, um, what's another movie I've never seen? Uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. I've never seen Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. That's a fantastic movie. That's what I hear. And that's what I would assume based on it just being referenced and in the back of my mind. I Like, I get it. Who's that? It's, uh, it's, um... Robert Redford. Robert Redford and Paul Newman. You got it, yep. Yeah. And they jump off a cliff at one point into a river, <laughs> right? Well, when you got three and a half hours, watch that movie. Yeah. I, <laughs> uh, so, you know, kind of get it. They're, they're on the yeah. run or something? Yeah, I mean, there's... Yeah. Like, I Papillon mean, is a movie I know. It stars Steve McQueen. Uh, maybe I did. Maybe I didn't know Dustin Hoffman was in it. But it's like, it's Steve McQueen. He's on a prison island and he has to escape a prison island. Yeah, and I, I've never seen it... I've read the book. Oh, okay. And I think you can read the book faster than you can watch the book. <laughs> I thought it's only like 150 pages. Yeah. I, well, you wrote on all those scrap pieces. Yeah. I mean, you just turned that into but, an editor. But so that, I think I never really got... Oh. The, I never really felt the need to watch the movie. Yeah. I'm not saying the book's great. It's fine. Uh, I don't it's know. an interesting story. Yeah, it is. It is. And, I, and, uh, and you know... Yeah. And I'm not sure if it's verified. No. In my research, it was a lot of uh, 
Allegedly, and so he says. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, this guy could very well be a fraud. He actually, or a murderer. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, it, it's very slow. It's not... Uh, it, it's an interesting story. I think Steve McQueen is... He's doing something. He's, he's, he's giving a performance. I... Uh, we'll get into it when we kind of talk about the remake, but I mean, it's not. There's nothing great about it. It's uh, it's fine, but it should not be three hours long. Yeah, I I just don't think that was the role for him. Yeah, I, I he's a he's a mega star. Yeah, and he some of my favorite movies have him in it. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, you think he was trying to go for, like Oscar? Yeah. Yeah, it did yeah. not work. I, mean, I was very surprised. This movie not nominated for anything. I, I th- music. I think this was his his big art piece. Yeah, you know he's done he's done all the car chase movies and all mm-hmm. the you know and I don't know if this was before or after Great Escape. He's got Prison Escape movies, but this yeah. was like his going for the gold on mm-hmm. this bad boy and didn't work for me at all. Yeah, I you can say I mean this definitely wasn't a movie. It wasn't uh, the Italian Job, you know. I like I wasn't like oh this sucks. But at the same time, I was just like, <laughs> right. it's fine. I I, I, know, I was expecting a movie I'd never seen, starring Steve McQueen, and Justin Hoffman, that has, is just in you know pop culture or the zeitgeist or just something that's been in the back of my mind. I would kind of expect to be like blown away. I was a too, bit, and I, I was, was not. I thought I was going to be just on my heels. Like, yeah. how have I not seen this? Already? Yeah, exactly. I, that was I was expecting to go. How have I gone thirty two years and not seen Papillon? Yeah. But, uh, right, another question. Is Papillon, is Henri, uh, what, what's his name? Chatier. Chatier. Ch- is Henri Chatier an American living in France? The, this was the thing I, I wanted to yeah. address later. Okay, okay. Well, well let's, uh, let, let me wrap up. <laughs> Papillon. Uh, 50, uh, let's see. Looking at the wrong Papillon, let's get to the good or the other Papillon. Um, oh man, I might have not captured it. Well, I will say it was a very expensive movie to make. Uh, it was uh, the original, the new, the original, twelve million dollars at the time. I mean, that seemed like it had a lot of on location. It was, yes, that was that was is because they were filming on location. It was uh, one of the most expensive movies. It, you know, twelve million. There's a lot of indie movies coming out now that don't cost twelve million dollars. Yeah. You know. uh, I'm trying to think what what I, what I or Bad Times of El Royale. I think it was a twelve million. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it did gross fifty three million dollars. So you know was uh, was so, a, somewhat of a hit. Yeah. For the time, I'm trying to get the Rotten Tomatoes score. Um, Pap Ilan. Here we go. Papillon. That's the wrong one. There we go. Papillon, uh, with critics, 83% on Rotten Tomato. Yeah, I mean, 90 with the audience. You know, I... I, I mean, popular. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Positively accepted. Mm-hmm. No one's going to look at Steve McQueen and just be like, oh, man, what, you know, what were you thinking? Exactly. We get it. He was, yeah, making his big art movie, you know, yeah. It's about bonding and, uh, you know, uh, the, 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 the horrors of, of, of uh, imprisonment. But, uh, yeah. 
Papillon. Uh, Flash War 2017, maybe 2018. It is remade, starring uh, modern-day Steve McQueen, Charlie Hunnam, and <laughs> Academy Award winner, Rami Malek. Uh, oh, uh, we, uh, Steve McQueen, of course, the star. He plays uh, the, the titular Papillon, Pappy. Uh, and Dustin Hoffman plays uh, Luis Dega, who is a uh, meek counterfeiter who is going to bankroll uh, Papillon's escape uh, in return for protection. And along the way, they, uh, friendship is born and uh, many escapes are, escapes are had. So, fast forward, 2018, Charlie Hunnam is Papillon, taking the Steam Queen role. Remy Malik plays the Dustin Hoffman, Louise Dega role. Um, it is a very faithful adaptation. Uh, almost shot for shot. Yeah. Almost. Uh, I mean, it was interesting because there would, like, uh, I mean, th- th- not all the dialogue was the same, but some of it really stood out. Like, oh, that's ripped right from 1973. And it kind of really stood out because, um, I don't know if it was just the look of the actors, this, this felt really modern for a movie that's supposed to take place in, what, what time period is this? Um, the fifties. Okay, I'd say. Yeah, the roar, the roaring fifties. The roaring fifties. I, I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> but yeah, it's it had to been the the you know after World War Two. Yeah, the book was published. Well, the book was published in nineteen. The movie comes out in seventy three. I think the book was only published in nineteen seventy one. Right. Uh, so how long was he on the island? How long did it you know take for him to write down on all those napkins? And then feel comfortable <laughs> enough to go to France and get the book published. So, how long that that time period? I'd was. say late forties, fifties, something like that. Uh, was remake. this your your first time watching Papillon? Yes, the remake, which is now streaming on Amazon Prime. Uh, this movie, uh, very small movie. Does see? Do I have a budget? No budget for this one. Only made two million dollars, but only had a release of five hundred screens. So, very small release, and then. Kind of made its way to the streaming rental, uh, you know, VOD, and then the streaming services. This is your version of a straight-to-DVD. Pretty much. Basically. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. VOD. The, the, the current version of a straight-to-DVD. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll just get into it. Uh, what did you like about 2018 Papillon? Um, the, it's, it's, it's clear. It's, it's brighter. Mm-hmm. Visually, it's easier to watch. Yeah. On my old eyes. Um, we also got a little bit more pre you get a uh, a prologue and an epilogue yeah you get a little hey here's life before and here's a little life after I like I like both those things yeah I yeah because the original was like oh he's a safe cracker well is he right well at least they showed Papillon cracking a safe in this one yeah so we're like oh okay um, I like that. Mm-hmm. Remy Malik, I don't know much of him. I know he's Mr. Robot, and I know he plays Freddie Mercury and won an Academy Award for it. He's made he's do he's made an interesting choice. I I'm guessing that's not his voice. Uh, I don't know. Is he a British? Is he a British guy? No. Is he doing like a Tom Hardy? No, like he, every American accent is different. He's, no, he's from Egypt. Oh, oh, he's Egyptian actor. Okay. Yeah, and. I think he's a. I think he's an Egyptian American. Okay. I think it's Egypt. He's his Middle Eastern. His parents are are yeah. like from the Middle East, and I think he might be first generation American. Okay. Yeah, but he's I, got a. Yeah. He's, he's got a, a, a touch to his 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 language, his speech that 
Is that frog is. voice his voice? I think that's his real voice. No, that's his real voice. I think that... Oh, is that like... like does he sound like he does Mr. Robot? Yeah, that's oh. how he sounds to Mr. Robot. Oh, shit. Well, apologies to Remy Malik. <laughs> I thought he was just doing like a weird character trait of just kind of talking like this and this weird low and... It, it was uh, I th- jarring I, I think, a little bit at I, first. I think it's a very natural speech for him. Oh, he, he, maybe because he, he's so little. I wasn't expecting. Yeah, he's either from I- Egypt or Israel yeah. or something like something over there, along the in, you know in the, yeah. the Middle East. Because um, the only thing I know him from is from the commercial for uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, and he's doing a, a British accent. Right. Uh, so what he sounded like in this was what he sounds like in Mr. Rogue. Oh, okay. Which is what I. Th- think is his natural well then I'm not going to give him that much credit for making what I thought (laughs) what I thought was an interesting acting choice (laughs) to talk like that no I think that's not I think that's his natural that's just his voice natural voice I thought he was kind of like expression yeah I thought maybe he's like oh well he's a French guy but maybe he's also trying to do a little Dustin Hoffman impression but not (laughs) a straight on Dustin Hoffman impression right Uh, so I just thought he was doing a choice so okay okay yeah um, Have you seen Mr. Robot? No, I've never seen Mr. Okay. Robot. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I also enjoyed the story in that I think that this is an interesting story about uh, the French Ghana uh, penal colony. Yeah. And that's that's crazy. You know? um, so I enjoyed that aspect. Not new to this movie, but enjoyed watching this story of a man try to uh, escape. Uh, yeah, that was about... I'll say, you know, uh, we'll get into what we don't like. I'm not going to come out and say Charlie Hunnam is a bad actor. I don't know if that's true or not. Can I just read you my note? Yeah, let's... That um, is associated to this comedy Uh Uh-huh. It reads, and I quote... (laughs) I am still trying to decide if I like Charlie Hunnam. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then in parentheses next to Charlie, I wrote spelling question mark, because I'm not sure I spelled his name right in my notes. The Charlie or the Hunnam? The Charlie. Oh, I think standard C-H-A-R-L-I-E. I didn't know if it was was L-I-E or L-E-Y. Oh, I have it here. (laughs) uh, I-E. I-E, okay. That's the that's the male spelling and L E Y is the female spelling. I think so. Okay. Yeah. There um, are people calling girls. My my niece yeah, is called Charlie. Charlie. My neighbor's dog, who's mm-hmm. a girl, is called Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think he. I think he might be a Charles. Maybe go by Chuck. Yeah. He could be Chuck Hunnam. That's a good name. That's a strong Chuck name. Chuck Hunnam. That guy could star alongside Steve McQueen or John Hamm or John Hamm. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck Hunnam. John Hamm yeah. and Chuck Hunnam. Yeah. Oh, I'd watch a remake of The Great Escape with those guys. <laughs> yeah, I don't... It's not like when we watch Point Break and I go, oh, this guy sucks. Yeah. I don't know if I feel that way about Charlie Hunnam. I don't necessarily root for Charlie Hunnam, though. I'm not a guy who's like... Saw Pacific Rim is like, oh, man, this guy should be in stuff. And, like, I get he's bad, but I'm still pulling for him. Uh, yeah, he, he's getting he's getting shot. He's he's getting he's he's getting played appearances though. Yeah, and I just don't know. He's trying if he's to, bad or good. He's trying he's trying to to do what Jennifer Aniston could yeah. do. He's trying to go from TV to movie stuff. Let me get more clear. I don't think he's good, but I just don't know if he's, he's bad. bad. Yeah, 
There are right. plenty of actors who are just okay, and that's you can make a career to being okay. Yeah, you can star in uh, Triple Frontier and just be okay. You could do what nine seasons of Sons of Anarchy and <laughs> just, be okay. Yeah, and just be okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's him, right? Yeah, yeah. He's Jax. Jax. Yeah, and I never, I never saw that show. It had its ups, and then it just went down. Uh, what didn't we like about Papillon 2018? I didn't... I didn't like Remy Malik. Yeah. Because I'm thinking it's that... interesting acting choice. I'm, I'm just thinking that maybe... I just don't think he's a very good actor. That's Academy Award winner. I know, but so... I like Mr. Robot. Yeah. I think the show's great. I think he's fine for that show. I don't think he's a great actor. This thing, I'm just like, could have been anyone in that role. Yeah. The, let's talk about his Academy Award for a minute. Yeah. Extremely controversial Academy Award win. Yes. And I haven't seen the movie to make right. That's my why I, call I can't speak. on that. All I know is the clip during the Academy Awards mm. has him singing. Yes. And I know for a fucking fact he did not sing. No. In the production of that movie. And Remy Malik supporters will say, oh no, he did sing. They just used the technology to mix his voice with Freddie Mercury's voice and a third singer who was also providing vocals. To be, it was like, no, he's not singing. And yeah. Yeah. But maybe he's... Karen Egerton gr- in Rocketman? He's singing. He doesn't sound like Elton John. But at least he's going for it. Sure. Yeah. So maybe he is the greatest lip syncer of all time and needs to be rewarded for it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Now, I know it's very controversial. And I know there's lip syncing competitions. Maybe he should have joined one of those. Yeah. But. Got a whole show for said, it on Spike. I didn't like Rami Malik in this movie. Yeah. Now. I also didn't like him. Now that I know, he was not making a choice to pay homage to Dustin Hoffman. Uh, oh, another positive? Uh-huh. Shorten this fucker by 30 minutes. Yes. <laughs> I felt like they made good choices in what they edited. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, liked that. Mm-hmm. Didn't like. Felt like this thing was shot on a soundstage. Like, yeah. all the sets just looked really fake to me. Mm-hmm. Not on location. At all. Mm-hmm. I f- feel bad for Charlie Hunnam because he lost 40 pounds for this movie. And I don't think the studio or the director or anybody involved in making the movie let him know that they were going about 50%. Right. And he was like, I'm going to lose 40 pounds. I'm, I'm, I'm the next Christian Bale. Yeah. Uh, this, as, as I said, is an interesting story. How does a guy like that lose 40 pounds? He uh, still looked fucking still looked ripped. Jacked, yeah. Like, how, what? Yeah. Wait. How the hell did he lose 40? How does he have 40 pounds to lose? Yeah. I And that's IMDb trivia. Maybe he put on a bunch of weight. The scene that... And then lost it and then got like 10 pounds under his normal weight. The scene I absolutely hated mm-hmm. was when they're in the mine mm. and they're picking up giant balls of, what is that, silver or diamonds or something yeah. and they're throwing them in the crates... That was the stupidest, fakest fucking shit I have ever seen in my life. You don't mind ginormous fucking rocks of silver or whatever the fuck that was and just have people pick up these soccer ball size of... What the fuck was that? 
And they were obviously just styrofoam. Yeah. It was, uh... Yeah, what were they doing on that island? That scene pissed me off. Yeah. I was angry. You know what added scene I did not enjoy was Shower Fight. And not... Shower Fight was not cool. Not because, you know, I'm uncomfortable with the male body or anything. Uh, It didn't look great. And also, those guys were too jacked to be... In the 1940s. The two jack to be malnourished prisoners yeah. in the 40s. Those guys look great with their shirts yeah. off. And yet, I don't think guys look like that in the 40s. I don't think guys were that ripped in the 40s. The only they had those 40s bodies. Big barrel chests, you know? There's just not good there's not good nude fights, Mark. Yeah. The only good nude fight is History of Violence. Yeah, History of Violence. Yeah, this... You're, you're right. Mm-hmm. It was... It was Unconvincing, yeah. Of a nude man fight, it was unconvincing, Mark. Yeah, and I'm gonna get into this when we talk about should this be remade. But uh, another problem I have with this movie is that this should be a good movie, but both are not. And I think in 2018 we have the technology, we have the ability to shoot movies, we have uh, like this should be a gritty movie. I should feel bad for these people. I should feel like. Uh, sympathetic to the the like that prison that that shower fight that was just too clean. Yeah, yeah. Like this should be like Oz, you know. Like I sh- yes. I should feel the violence, and it was just like a like a choreographed like TV fight. Yeah, that's what it felt like. It felt like a TV fight, you know. Um. So yeah, we'll talk about that more. What does this movie do better than the original Papillon? Um, I, I do. I, I think it, it well shorter. Yeah, that I think is a major plus for me. Um, it does better and just it's it's bright. I believe they're in a jungle. I think and it, I think it's a technology thing. And yeah. It's an age thing. Mm-hmm. That other movie just didn't age well for me. Right. Um, so I did enjoy like the bright blue sky and the dark green trees yeah. and, and, and things like that in this movie. And 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 the intro scene in in Paris is the Moulin Rouge and it's. It's colorful and, yeah. and and vibrant. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I actually I like the little beginning gives us a little little backstory. Yeah, and I like the little end. Kind of sums up without doing voiceover. Kind of, kind of the end. Uh, although I can tell that's Charlie Hunnam wearing makeup. <laughs> also, uh, I've never had a you know I've never uh, submitted a book to be published. Uh, you can't take your thoughts and put it, put it on a. Put it in a notepad? I don't think you can turn a book in that way. Well, when you're living in hiding in Venezuela, yeah. Mark, I, I... Yeah, I still think you could probably get some fucking paper. Also, what were what was on those first two pieces of scrap paper that would have the editor or publisher go, this is your story? What was written on those first two pages that he was so amazed? Yeah, I don't know if, if that was some sort of proof yeah. that he was... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, what was on that napkin? Yeah. This is your story? It's just like, I, I saw and immediately I thought of Big yeah. Lebowski when, when when he does the pencil thing on the mm-hmm. pen and it's just the drawing of a dude with a giant dick. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's what's on that paper. Um, and also, Charlie Hunnam looked kind of shitty in old man makeup. Yes, yes he does. <laughs> Oh, too jacked. <laughs> too jacked. <laughs> Still too jacked. Uh, I don't know where this fits in. I had asked if uh, uh, Henri Ch- Cherrier Papillon 
was an American living in France, or if he was in fact a French vet. Let me say this though. Didn't mind that neither guy tried an accent. Okay. Because I think it would have been distracting. This was my note. Yeah. And it and it applies to both movies. Yeah, both guys. And I I don't understand the production choice. In the first movie, all their guards are British. Yeah. We're in French Guyana. Uh-huh. There's not a single subtitle. There's not a single French accent. Nope. Second movie, everyone's fucking American. Yes. In French Guyana. Yeah. I didn't under... And at the first, I'm like, oh, well, this is a movie made for an American audience. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to be like, well, how can we make it same European? I'll put a bunch of British guys yeah. in there. And then this one, it's they it just go straight American. Yeah. Even though they're in Paris to start. Mm-hmm. Then the, it's French Guyana. And then I'm like, well, maybe the guards are like French Legion guys that, you know, attracted a lot of different people. I didn't fucking understand this shit yeah. at all, Mark. Yeah. Henri, what's his name, was French. Yes. He's a French dude. I believe he's a French man who was living in France and then was sent to a French penal colony. Yeah. Uh, that being said, again, I'm glad they didn't try it. I'm glad Charlie Hunnam did not try a French accent this entire movie, because then it would have been bad. Stay with, same with Steve McQueen. I don't know if he can pull it off. I'm just glad he didn't try. Do you think maybe that the whole both movies, both productions got completely shifted, and extras and casts uh, were completely redone because the two stars could not do French accent? Yeah. Now, Steve McQueen, I totally get him just being like, I want to make this movie. I'm going to win a Academy Award. I'm not doing a goddamn French accent. My character is American, and no one's going to say otherwise. In 2018, when you're making a small movie that's going to be essentially straight to VOD, that I don't get why you just didn't get a guy to try it. And I think it's because this wasn't an adaptation of Papillon the Memoir. It was This yes. was a remake of Papillon the 1973 movie. Yes. Not the book. Not the book. Yes. Yeah, and I think that's why. Uh-huh. They didn't need it. Yeah. So, like, let's get on them. Get Charlie Hunnam, <laughs> yeah, and he saw the Steve McQueen perform. He's like, "Great, I'm an American living in France." And the casting director's like, "Is Hunnam good?" Everyone's like, "I don't know. I don't Let's know. see." <laughs> uh, don't know if he's bad, but probably don't ask him to do an accent. <laughs> What's Remy Malek doing? He's doing this weird Kermit the Frog thing. Uh, what does the original do better? Uh, Dustin Hoffman, Dega. He's just. Far more convincing as, like, a total weakling guy that just yeah. turns into a... Just goes nuts. Just absolutely goes bananas. Yes. He also gets the kind of... The, yeah, he gets more of a character arc. Um, and I get what he contributes more than money. He... In this one, I feel like Papillon, Charlie Hunnam, he does everything. Mm-hmm. He's the brawn. He's also the brain. Where in the original, like, Dustin Hoffman, he just gets more to do. Yeah. 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 Yeah, like I'll handle the negotiating, exactly. yes, that kind of thing. I, you know, I'm I'm the banker. Mm-hmm. I will handle the the the, the funding yeah. and stuff. Yeah, uh, they made good choices in the editing. I thought it was uh, just the direct opposite of what the original was, which was uh, Steve McQueen saying, "Don't you have to go to the, the bathroom now?" And Dustin Hoffman saying, "Oh yes," and then the guy saying, "That's okay, give it to me tomorrow." And this one, they're just like, "Yeah, no, let's do it." Yeah. <laughs> Go sit on that hole. How much money does he have? I don't know. That's another thing. It's also, it's French dollars. 
Yeah, we're talking francs. Because a thousand dollars, like even a hundred dollar bills, if you bundled up four grand, that's a big bundle. Yeah, I, I think we're. I, I think we're the monetary things are. are yeah. I, I think it should have been maybe grazed over a little more. Like maybe not give values because they don't mean anything. Yeah. And and I other than making me question. How much was in his ass? Yeah, I mean, I just don't get this, like, money up the ass thing. Yeah. I say you gotta get money. But. Also, though. Um, Maybe they didn't strip shirts people back in the day. In I don't know. both movies, what good does money get you? There's no commissary. It just would have made more sense if it was Shawshank and they're trading smokes. Yes. Or, to, you know, tobacco. Now, in the book, Shawshank. Uh, they discussed that Andy Dufresne had smuggled money up his ass. Hmm. But that was to buy protection from... The, like, they made it clear. It's for the guards who get to go home to their wife and kids with an extra, you know... 20 bucks. 20 bucks. Right. He's paying guards off for, you know, protection or whatever. This movie, the guards don't leave. So I, I, I don't understand what money... Like, okay, a smuggler who has a boat, yeah, that makes sense. He wants money. Otherwise, like, why, why, why would you give a prisoner... What good does a thousand dollars do a prisoner, especially in that situation? Yeah, and how can you how can you hide money up your ass that long? Yeah, you're talking about a march through the streets mm-hmm. onto a boat. However long that boat ride is, weeks or months on a boat, at least two nights. At least two nights. Yeah, I, it just it was. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know about that. I, I don't <laughs> know about. That. I don't know if I believe this this whole deal. Oh, it was in the book. <laughs> Papillon. Otherwise, there's no reason for Dustin Hoffman to be there. Uh, Papillon, did would you like to see a sequel to this movie? No. You want to see more Remy Malik living living on the? Uh, what um, happens to him? He just lives there and dies. It seems like paradise. In both those movies, it seems like a pretty cool place to be. Yeah. So if you can just get through seven years of solitary. You get to live on a provided uh, a house on an island on the ocean. <laughs> Seems pretty good to me. <laughs> yeah, pretty good to me, Mark. So we can see. Yeah, we just see. Uh, it's just Castaway, but starring Rami Malek <laughs> doing doing that voice. Uh, what? Okay, and then should this movie? Would you like to see a remake of this movie? <sighs> no, I, I think I am. I am personally done with Papillon. It's Unless they get DiCaprio and go full authentic, I think I'm done. I uh, so it's it's this movie just came out, so it'd be very hard. big ass to remake this movie now. But I would like to see this movie with some money behind it and starring Christian Bale or Leonardo DiCaprio. If this was like The Revenant, but Papillon, I think it'd be great because I still think the story's interesting. I just get some like. They actually show like the ho- like the horror of the prison, you know. Yeah. Just make it gr- like this should be a gritty movie where the twenty eighteen movie was very clean. It's just very, just yeah. A movie and even you know the whole movie's about like these escape mm-hmm. attempts, but even then, I feel like even the escape attempts are just kind of breezed over. Yeah, it's like oh we're we're doing this. We're trying to plan this escape, and it's just breezed over. Okay, we got out, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck, we're back. We're in yeah. solitary. I don't know. Yeah, I want, I want to see this movie remade. Leonardo DiCaprio, Christian Bell, you know, just 
just going in one of our really solid hands at acting. Um, also, I don't think Charlie Hunnam, well, Steve McQueen more than Charlie Hunnam, but neither one of them, uh, I felt truly went mad. Yeah. I want to see that in the hands of Christian Bale. Damn right. That guy would make me believe he has gone, I mean, two years in solitary. He would probably spend two years in solitary. To prepare. Yeah. <laughs> in the dark. Like, yeah. That's going to mess some people yeah. up. Yeah. I do, there, there were two things, you know, each had their, their likes though. Uh, I like that in Papillon 2018, Charlie Hunnam, Papillon, committed to no talking. I like that. The 1973 Papillon, um, I liked him making soup out of bugs. Sure. So, you know, pros and cons out of both. Yeah. I liked the, did not like either one of them, but enjoyed the dream sequence in the original Papillon more than the 2018 dream sequence. I did not like the 2018 dream sequence. Did not enjoy that at all. Yeah. You know, also, still don't get it. (laughs) He's a mime. Yeah. It was unnecessary. Uh, Very unnecessary. Uh, Yeah, so, you know, little pros and cons of both. I like... The putting your head through a hole to get your hair cut. It answers a question. How do these guys keep their hair so short? You have to put your head through a hole, someone cuts it. Because you figure two years in solitary, I was expecting like big beard and yeah, long just, hair. Yeah. No. Mandatory haircuts. Yeah. You gotta control the life population. That's right. That's in, right. In French Guiana. The, the, the guards... You think that's good pay? Is that volunteer? Are they no. assigned that? Are, that, are that they, they're being punished. Soldiers, in their own right. yeah, yeah. Like, I think they're being punished in their own right. That'd be a shitty duty. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a that's a bad detail to get. That is. Yeah, that's like being like I think, you know, around here we got a lot of the border control people. Mm-hmm. I think like the cushy border patrol job people wants are the Canadian border. Yeah, that. You know, southern border is that shitty job no one wants because the weather's bad. And, yeah. And it's just a lot of crazy drug action and stuff. Yep. It's kind of like that. Oh, you get from both sides because, you know, then it's just like, you know, you're uh, you're adding to uh, the, the problem. Yep. And no one cares about Canadian border patrol guys. No. Yeah. I think it's quaint. You know, it's, <laughs> It's like, oh, that's an interesting... I did not know we needed Canadian yeah, You didn't even before. know they had them, did you? Yeah, but uh, <laughs> that makes sense we have them, but uh, oh, what an interesting job. Yeah. What do you do all day? Nothing. That's... Canadian Border Patrol? Nothing. Put on a uniform. Hang out, watch Netflix. Ride a... Take a, take a Jeep up and down, I guess. They got Horse Patrol guys, actually. Horse Patrol. They, they got go. guys horse that... Um, like, yeah, they ride the border on horses. Yeah. Pretty sure. Uh... Happy <laughs> 2018, did we need it? No. I'll say this about Papillon 2018. If Papillon 1973 did not exist, and I only knew Papillon 2018, and it was a streaming movie that, you know, didn't get a big theater release, it, just, it showed up on my Amazon Prime, uh, I wouldn't hate it. No, okay. But... The 1970 version exists, uh, so now I just have this, like, 
comparison that I do, and I just yeah. feel both aren't very good, and I, I don't. And Hunnam is no Steve McQueen. Yeah, and then there is that. He just goes, probably Hunnam's not Steve McQueen. Yeah, I mean, not that I think Steve McQueen's doing anything great, right, but he's Steve McQueen. He's still and Steve Hunnam, McQueen. Hunnam, you're not him. I, you know, in my research, there were people just, you know, that, that was people's reviews. It's just like. Oh, Charlie Hunnam cannot. I, one guy literally wrote, and this was like for a for like a news app, like local news, like a Minnesota, KX, you know, IT in Minnesota. Their their film guy, you know, just kind of googled sure. stuff, and he was just like, Charlie Hunnam can't carry Steve McQueen's jockstrap. I was like, sure, maybe as an actor, but in this movie, compared, they're both not really yeah, doing they're much. Both just there. Right, let's not pretend Steve McQueen gave this great performance. Um, yeah, but yeah, this was just the kind of a movie I stumbled upon. I was like, oh, I have no idea what this is. It would have been fine. Sure. A little long for me still. Yeah, sure. Even I mean, cutting half an hour off. And I'm like that with both of them. Like, they're fine. Yeah. They're, they're, I don't... I'm not going to watch them either. I they're actually fine. think the original Papillon gets hurt more based on its reputation. And starring Stephen Queen and Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, I think you're right. How we, how we both yeah. kind of said. I was kind of expecting to be blown away and I wasn't. This movie, I really had no expectations. Yeah, um, you, you, you see two you see two masters, Yeah. Um, you know, build. And so you're expecting, you know, a master work. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, so yeah, I actually think the first one gets hurt a little more, and so maybe the second one, you know, maybe there's just, maybe, there's probably a ton of people who have no idea what Papillon is, they're going through Amazon Prime, they'll stumble upon this, and it's like, oh yeah, it was, it was okay, it was fine. Sure, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know what I'm saying, I don't know if I necessarily think it should exist or not, um, yeah, you decipher <laughs> what I just said. Yeah, I'll say we needed it for those people who don't know what Papillon is, and just happen to stumble across... Uh, this movie. I can tell you're really torn about this. I am torn because <laughs> I didn't, I didn't hate it. This movie is the Charlie Hunnam of movies. You're trying, you're, you're trying to manufacture, manufacture a reason of needing it. Yeah, but you're not sure. I don't think it was a good watching movie. You go, watching you yeah. talk your way through that uh-huh. was really fun for me. I, <laughs> because I don't think this was a bad movie. Right. Right. Just I don't necessarily think it was a, it was a good movie. So, you know. This might be a movie that you just toss on, you know, with a uh, murder mystery. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> just toss on a movie. Much like how I said Charlie Hunnam, you could make a career of being an okay actor. There is a place in the world on streaming services for okay movies. Yeah. And Papillon fills that void. That's right. Well, cut. Let's take, let's take ten, ten more minutes off. Yeah, let's do. Let's do. Do we need more prison escape movies? Yes. Yeah, I think, it's a, I think it's a genre that is underrepresented. Yeah, I think we do. It's fun. You know, uh, guys plotting. Prisons are, uh, you know, they're interesting. We need more Prison Escape movie sequels so yeah. we can do more on the show. Yes. There really aren't a lot of Prison Escape movie sequels or remakes. Yeah. Well, how do you, how do you escape from prison again? I mean, of great Prison Escape movies, obviously Shawshank. Shawshank. Great Escape. Yeah. Probably the two top. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else we got? Running Man. Raising Arizona. Raising Arizona. That one scene. That one scene. The, uh, yeah, what's good? Uh, the Rock. The Rock. Escape from Alcatraz. Yeah. Uh, Escape from Alcatraz. I think uh, The Rock is actually a pretty good movie. Oh, The Rock's fun. Um, the Rock's but yeah, yeah, I mean, the Rock's great. But, but some of them, I mean, you got The Rock, which, calling it a prison escape movie is almost kind of a stretch. Yeah. Running Man. Well, he escaped from the prison. Calling it a, in, in Brokeback. Yeah. The Running Man. That's mm. uh, a that's a stretch, too, for yeah. our Arnold Schwarzenegger vehicle. You know? Yeah. Um, that kind of deal. 
But there's some good ones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, it, it's just a fun premise. You know, because you get the built-in sympathy, right? Like, I should feel really bad for Papillon. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want to root for criminals, so everybody who escapes from prison, they're the prisoners of war, or wrongfully accused. And immediately, right. you just built in sympathy because prison sucks. And yeah. you hate to see a wrongfully accused man half... Shawshank Redemption is so great because you're like, Andy didn't do it. Yep. Oh, there's that great Robert Redford underrated uh-huh. war, prison, escape movie. I can't remember what it's called. Hearts War? No. That's that... a Bruce Willis and James uh, Gandolfini, like, actually. I want to say it's like 13 hours or something like that. I don't think it's called that. It's a Benghazi but... movie. But, Okay. It's Redford and Colin Farrell's in it. Oh. The Recruit. Maybe I got the wrong movie. Let's see. All right. Let's see. Can I quickly search Robert Redford prison movie? Uh, the Last Castle? Last Castle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Prisoner of War. It's underrated. That's yeah. a good movie. There you go. So uh, there you have it. Oh, all those Chuck Norris movies where he has to go uh, missing in action. Missing in action. Yeah. Oh, there's a bunch. There's of those. a bunch of those. Yeah. Is Rambo two? Is that a prison escape movie? Maybe he has to go break guys out, right? Maybe it is. Yeah. Yeah. Do those count? There's probably. I bet if it'd be a stretch, but yeah, I think you can count them. And I think if we really wanted to get deep, we yeah. could probably find about eighty-five westerns. Oh yeah, including Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. Oh, they bring out a prison, huh? Where there's a where there's a jail escape. Yeah, I know they uh, so, they jump off that cliff into a river. So if we go western, there's probably a billion of them. Yeah, that's true. Breaking out of prison, you tie a horse to the tie thing. a horse to the bars, pull yeah, bars pull out. That's always fun. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, Young Guns too. Doesn't he have to break out of prison in that one? Isn't he like on the gallows? Do- or no. Do we do Young Guns 2? We haven't done Young Guns 2 because I mentioned it to you that my friend told me that Young Guns 2, dare yeah. say it, better than Young Guns 1. And I said, we'll cover that, but we haven't yet. Yeah. And, and that may be true. There are times. We'll do Westerns Month. Sequels are better than, yeah. uh, than, than the original. So, uh, yeah. If you have thoughts on uh, Papillon, uh, let us know. Is it Poppy or is it Papillon? You, you tell me. Uh you can email us, dbtgpodcast.com, find us on Twitter, dbtgpod, or on Facebook. Uh, rate, review, sheriff. Was he called Papillon before or after he got the tattoo? I like to think he got the tattoo because his name, because his name is Papillon. Because people called him Papillon? Because his name's Hunt Henri Chatier. Yeah, That's his name. But they called him Butterfly. He was a big Crazy Town fan. And so he, <laughs> yes. he got that tattoo. <laughs> come, my lady. Come, come, yeah. my lady. So, I don't know, man. I don't know if, like, if your bros just start calling you Papillon, I don't think you tattoo that on your chest. Why would you get a tattoo without having the name? I don't know, man. Yeah. That's why it's all, all I'm all skeptical of this whole deal. Yeah. Uh, maybe he just enjoys the, the metaphor, the caterpillar to the butterfly. Gets it, tattooed. Well, yeah, they, may, they ought to maybe work that into the movie a little bit then. Yeah. Because that was nowhere... Uh, yeah, I don't feel like Papillon goes on this great um, character arc of being, you know, the caterpillar to the butterfly. Yeah. Uh, it's there. Him becoming friends with Dustin but, you know, be meaner to Dustin Hoffman then, in the beginning. I feel like they're, they're fast pals right away. Uh, 
Yeah, so he gets the butterfly tattoo on his chest because he loves the metaphor of the caterpillar to the butterfly, and then his boys start calling him Papillon because of obviously that guy does not bun the top three buns of his shirt. Okay. You gotta show that off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. That, I think that, he lost a bet. That's. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And then his friend got to pick his tattoo. Yeah. Friend picked butterfly, and then they started. Or just like a drunk thing, like he points at a skull, but he actually did the butterfly. He was a navy man, right? He had had a bunch of navy tattoos. Yeah, six months in the navy. Yeah, but I'm not sure. Like, and that's another question. Yeah. So at the end of this movie, Mm -hmm. they and and so Hunnam's got all these tats in the movie. Yeah. In the in the first one, McQueen just has the butterfly. Just the one. So. And then the end of this movie, they show a picture of Henri Chartier yeah. taking a selfie or some shit. I don't know. Get, brushing his hair? Brushing his hair. And, I think so and he's got all these tats. Yeah. I got a feeling those are post... If this is a true story, uh-huh. I think these are post-prison tats. And therefore, I don't think Hunnam's tats are historically accurate. Oh, okay. Because Hunnam did have... He did have all the tats. He had all the tats. Yeah. yeah. So it's just a matter of when did he get those tats. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I don't believe this at all as a real story. I think he killed that guy. So, yeah, I think he, yeah, I don't believe this whole thing. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm not even sure. I don't think you could raft coconuts. I don't think the guy who wrote this, this Henri Chatier guy may have be may be a real person. He may have murdered someone or yeah. had been framed for murder. Or at least wrote think, a book. I don't think, no, I don't think the person who wrote the book oh. was legitimately this guy. I you think maybe he... Found a name of a guy yeah. and and wrote this tale. I'm like, yeah. yeah, that I don't know about this whole deal. Yeah, and it's probably because the movies aren't that good. If the movies were really good, mm-hmm. I'm like, this is the, sh- the shit. This yeah. is real, but they're not. So I'm like, fuck this. I don't think this is real. Yeah, can't raft coconuts. Can't raft on a fucking coconut. Can't, can't that do was it. yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think either. I don't think Stephen Queen or Tom ever ever actually eaten a coconut. I don't think you could eat it like that. I think if you're desperate, you would. I think you gotta use your fingers or something. Maybe. I don't know. If you if you really... Yeah, I think I, you eat like a melon. I tell you, Mark, one time I got like semi-lost in the forest uh-huh. on a hunting trip. It wasn't that lost. Yeah. But I got so freaking hungry, I got back to the vehicle, and all there was was an orange. Oh. I didn't even bother peeling that sucker. Oh, just it? I just ate it. Yeah. I was that hungry, man. I just took a bite uh, of the orange. Yeah. I was hoping it was a coconut. Because then you actually say, no, that's that's actually how you eat a coconut. Uh, uh, That'll do it for this week. We'll be back next week with another movie. Until then, it's been uh, Don't Be That Guy, Guide to Sequel and Remix. Don't coconuts. If I ever get out, I'm going to live a different kind of life.